Recording. Um, I'm here with Jennifer Field. Jennifer, um, wh- where, what part of LA is this? Well, I don't, I don't want to give you an address or anything. <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> um, well, we'll just keep it vague. I'm in Beechwood Canyon. Okay. In the Hollywood Hills. Because I could literally see the Hollywood sign. It's cool, right? It's, all, it's so crazy how close it is. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, how how would I describe you, Jennifer? You're um, actress, and you. I forgot that you're that. Uh, the beauty pageant. Um, of course, I mean anyone who knows you, you you're you're always been a beautiful girl, beautiful woman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, I know I, I forgot that when you were a kid, you were doing theater and you're producing. This is because you don't come from acting family, right? No, no, I don't. Um, my dad did professional lighting yeah. in the theater, so we did like stage lighting. Yeah. And my grandma. Um, this is both on my white higher. side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she founded 
this uh, theater company in her retirement community. Yeah. So she like did sort of this community retirement theater house. And so there was sort of like this creative streak. But uh, my dad's an attorney and my mom's a, a housewife, a homemaker. So, yeah, I think, you know, I I naturally went for it because my mom put me in piano classes and dance yeah. classes when I was really young, when I was like four years old. So I already got a taste of the limelight. And I remember being a little kid and soaking up all that attention. Sure. I was an attention whore at age four. Well, I, I, I could tell, I, and I also <laughs> forgot, because, you know, people can see you, so I wanted to describe, your, your mother's Korean, yes. and your dad is Irish? Yes, yeah. English, Irish, German. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you were, um, you won that beauty, beauty patch in San Jose when you were in Santa Cruz, Santa Clara University, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called Miss Asian America, and it's in San Francisco, um, and it's now called Miss Asian Global because they made it international. Sure. But uh, it's been around for 30 years. And there's a couple notable uh, queens uh, that have won. Uh, Gwendolyn Yo, Jane Park Smith. They're both former queens that are acting in L.A. Sure. Um, there's one of the girls. Uh, I f her name slips my mind right now, but she's uh, the wife of a politician in Washington State um, recently, maybe a couple years back. And uh, and then there's me. <laughs> and uh, and there's a terrific acting reel by you. Thanks. But I I forgot. Didn't you one of the talent thing you uh, you sang op opera? <laughs> but I didn't know you were an opera singer. Okay, okay, I'm not really. I just took lessons for a long time. Yeah. And so because I wanted to. Because Don Giovanni is not something that it's like a casual thing that you do, right? <laughs> I know, but it was so casual for me. <laughs> I know. I totally did it, and I won, yeah. Yeah. But I, I had been, you know, taking voice lessons, and I'd done some operettas and musicals when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I have a great voice. Sure. But I did it. I sang. I sung it, and I always had a really good uh, interpretation of mm -hmm. the story because when you're singing in another language, French, German, Italian, all the Romantic languages, yeah. you know, you have to be able to take your interpretation and really feel the language, even if you can't yeah. speak the language. And I remember always getting compliments about that. And I was a, like I said, I was a stage, you know, loved being on stage. So I knew how to sort of milk, milk the performance. I loved performing. Yeah. And, you know, I would really, really make a, a grandiose performance out of it. Sometimes I think people get intimidated by opera. Yeah. And you know, we your your by ratio, different ratio groups. Maybe they think differently. Yeah. But the but the reality is, everyone feel the same way. So even if you don't speak the language, if something horrible's on stage, <laughs> you could really feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I think I think you brought to music and acting. I think you know. Yeah. And um, the last time I saw you, I think I think you you told me you're pregnant. And you know, this is the first time I'm seeing you, like, because I've been out of the town, and I know. But it's it's really weird <laughs> to see you because you're as long as I've known you, you're always been a woman, but you're a woman with a capital W now because really? you have a, because of a kid, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's funny, you did something funny. You're you you seem prettier. I mean, you're really? always been pretty. Yeah, there's. I thought you were gonna say I I, I look more mature. 
<laughs> no. and, I, and I was going to take offense to that. <laughs> there's some there's some glow to it, I think. I don't, okay. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I, I'm actually really happy because being a mom has really been stressful. And I, I have a couple wrinkles around my eyes that I didn't have before. Yeah. <laughs> For reals. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Your son, uh, <laughs> Ave, Abraham. Yes. Um, <laughs> sweet kid. Thank you. So what, what, you know, what, what, so the last three years you have a kid. I mean, I know, I know, I, I don't know because I never have a kid, but how, there must have been, well, what, what's the fun part of having a kid, you know? Yeah. The, right now, um, because of his age, he's two and a half. Yeah. Uh, the, the most fun part is he's like, he's like your little buddy. Yeah. Um, and people make fun of me for this, but it really is the only other experience I can relate it to. It reminds me of when I would have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so when you have a, a pet, you know, you have a companion that you feel like you have to take care of and relies sure. on you and is affectionate with you and you're affectionate with them and you kiss their face and sleep with them and wipe their, you know, wipe their butt. And so you feel really close with them. And that's the only experience I can relate it to. It's yeah. like they're little, like they're little, like teddy bears. That, you know, because simply because of his age. I mean, he can barely. He's, he's a really cute kid. Thank you. See? I mean, he could easily do commercials. Well, right? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Maybe he will. He's done. He worked a couple times, but he's been yeah. really opinionated and not very directable the last like year and a half. So, personality-wise, is he more like you or the dad? We think he's more like me because. I'm more of a, like, I'm just more of a firecracker, more testy. Yeah. And um, his dad is a little more, like, calm and low-key and relaxed. I'm much more type A. Yeah. And loud and emotional. And he, it's hard to tell with his age, but according to his dad, that's what yeah. he seems to be and going. You, and and, 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 and um, Abe's father is a director, correct? Or yeah. producer or both? Both. Yeah, both. Okay. So the word would be, I guess, filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just told me 10 minutes ago, he just did Sasha Gray's podcast. Yeah. yeah small world. Like a small world, right? Everyone kind of know each other. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I watched the whole thing. It was so funny. It was called, what was the name of it? It's They get massages. Yeah. They think they're it's naked. It's him and the other host that, that they have a guest on the show, but they yeah. get a massage. Like, it's a pretty good deal for that. Yeah, it's a pretty good, <laughs> good deal. deal for everyone. <laughs> um, so I, I met you, God, how long has it been? Like five, six years ago? Probably like at least five years, yeah. And I met through David Cho. I think yeah. it was at the Dion Ward concert, wasn't it? Was that the first time? That might. I think you're right. It might have been. I, it was the first or second time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, I think it was maybe the first time. And you were hustling. You were working hard. I mean. Yeah. You know, when when you're a comic, you're used to like doing shows, and some of the sometimes the show's not bad, but you don't really take it personal. But I mean, actors and actress, amazing. I mean, those auditioning, I don't know, I can't even imagine how you guys have to deal with that. To me, that's just <laughs> psychologically, you know, it's got to yeah. be tough on you guys. I it mean, is. when you get it, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is psychologically tough. I mean, it drives me crazy sometimes. I, sometimes I can deal with it. I can walk away. You're, that's what you're supposed to do. Because isn't it a case and like sometimes you did really, you thought you did really well, they don't pick you. Yes. And other times... Oh my God, that w I was terrible. Then they call you for the role. Yes. It's, it's very unpredictable, it's right? It's so unpredictable. I have totally, totally felt that way. 
Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally going to get this. And then nothing. And then other times I'm like, oh, there's no way. Like, I was just at this one. It was for Samsung. Mm -hmm. uh, Samsung um, uh, commercial. And I went in for the callback. And there was 20 other girls there. Sure. And everybody was like a high fashion model. Yeah. Like five foot ten with bird legs, you know, 18 years old. Yeah. I was the only one like me. But I noticed I was the only one that was Asian or yeah. mixed Asian. And I saw when I got to the callback that all the producers were Korean from Korea. Like yeah. they weren't speaking English. And I, I kind of was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this because... I know they're going to love me. They probably didn't realize I was Korean. Yeah. A lot of times people don't. So when I did my slate, it's called, like yeah. the intro in the audition, um, you know, I mentioned, they said, tell me about yourself. So I just, you know, made sure I talked about where I'm from, where I'm, my parents are from. Yeah. And I said, and then the casting director said, well, can you speak any Korean? And I said, with, I hope, a perfect accent, Tokoman uh, heyo. Yeah. <laughs> and they all perked. They all like kind of perked up. Perked yeah. up. And I was like, well, you know, I do. And I, I went over and I looked over and I smiled. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm super proud of being Korean. Super proud. I can't wait to take my son to Korea. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go back in like two years. My mom and I have already talked about it. Sure. And my mom will hopefully pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So what happened to audition? Did you get the role or? I'm on hold. Oh, okay. I, it, 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 I'm on hold from this Friday until next week. So I'm just waiting to hear. What, wait, wait. So what, what does that mean? Like, you can't go anywhere, right? Right. You have to be available or you, like, get blackballed. And, you know, we're talking about a good amount of money here. So I will put myself on hold. And it's um, you. It's basically on hold usually means just you and one other person. So they're still trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? And you're, like, this close. <clears throat> this close to making money. That sounds almost like a comedy movie where... One one person trying to uh, fuck somebody over so you get the role. That's almost like a <laughs> exactly. So like, is that a common practice? Like there, like does that happen the all the time? Hold? Yeah, yeah, for every job, commercial, TV, film, everything. So w what's the holdup? They they're still trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> I think what I was told is that. Wait, wait. So what happened? If you don't get it, would they give you money at least for you waiting? Or I, I think that if it's. I think sometimes you do get money for being on hold, but I don't remember. Okay. Because I haven't been at that point. I mean, I was on hold for Beverly Hills 90210. It's called Pinned when it's in the theatrical world. Yeah. It's called Pinned. And when it's commercial, it's called On Avail or On Hold. And uh, But it means the same thing. And um, I remember I, I was on hold for Beverly Hills 90210, and I didn't, I didn't get any money. <laughs> I didn't book it, so <laughs> maybe you don't get anything. <laughs> so it's a... It's, but... But at least you're in it. Yeah. We, we, we really don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. And I think what I've been told is that sometimes people are not available at the last minute and they go through the process and they're like, yes, I'm available. You know, Salma Hayek says, yes, I'm available for this movie. And at the last minute, you know, oh, I, I, I can't. I have to do a Revlon campaign that pays more money. I don't know. I'm just giving examples where something comes up or in a family, you know, personal emergency, sure. you have to go to rehab or something. <laughs> and so like, because of that, I think that's why they have the on hold is if there's an emergency Sure. and they don't really tell you if you're first or second place. Oh, they don't. No, no. So do you, you don't have to mention them if you know, but do you yeah. happen to know the other person? No. And I really wish, I really wish I could know. Cause I remember listening to some of the other girls auditions and you know, I, I, there was a couple girls I thought, oh, that's that's a pretty cool one. I would watch that commercial because you're supposed to be using like your Samsung Galaxy to 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 video like a Skype call, yeah, video conference call, 
Uh, and I, of course, pretended like I was with my sister and, you know, we're traveling. So, um, so this is like a national commercial. Yes, I believe it is. I have to check again. Oh, my agent has all the info. It might just air in Korea because they were all they were all Korean producers. So I'm wondering if it's maybe like an international thing, like a Korea only. That would be cool. I know. That would be kind of weird if you if you get if you get it. Yeah. You go in two years, everybody knew who you are, but you have right. no idea why. You I know. know. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I did this commercial. Um, it was one of the first things I got when I moved here. It was called. Uh, it was the for Jinro Chamisol Soju. So it was a soju commercial, and I played this girl. The name of the role was Basic Instinct Girl, yeah. and I was supposed to do this like Sharon Stone like leg crossing right. thing. And when I auditioned and I got called back, they were they told me we're looking for someone very Korean, just yeah. so you know. So I had my hair straight, yeah. natural, and I put black eyeliner on, yeah. and I just to kind of just accentuate my, I guess, more exotic features. I don't know my more like, so she doesn't look like an everyday white girl features. Yeah. Anyway, so I went and I booked it, and and it aired only in Korea. But I every now and then I'll be somewhere, and and someone will say something about like you look familiar, aren't you like a Korean model? And I've, of course, never really modeled in yeah. anything in Korea. I was uh, I rented a karaoke room for my birthday. Yeah. I don't know if I invited you. I'll have to invite you next year. But I rented a room in K-Town. Private room. Karaoke. And did somebody recognize you? Yes! The, the, the owner guy. I was, like, you know, scouting the rooms yeah. and putting my deposit down. And he's like, oh, Jennifer Peeled? Oh, you know, you're like a Korean model or something. And I was like... I, I didn't he didn't know what it was from but I thought that was kind of fun because he didn't mention the K-Town reality show right that would have been the other the other like wait so so thing. <laughs> I did I did want to bring that up because at the time they filmed the pilot right yes yes did they ever release it they they never released the pilot um, that I shot we actually shot two pilots and one of them it wasn't one of the producers like Tyrese or something or oh he was yeah okay that's why and I then remember. they released it on YouTube they did shot a whole season yeah but it was a YouTube show and I had been with it when it was a first first pilot was a yeah. sizzle reel then it was a second version of a pilot with a network I'm not allowed to name but it was a big network yeah let's just say the the Kardashians yeah. um, uh, are close with them anyway it so I shot it twice, and then neither of those were released, but clips of it was released. That's yeah. what you've seen. And then they, yeah, they have a whole series, but I didn't do that one. I only thing I remember that you're the nice, sweet, pretty, prettiest girl in the show, and there was well, a really you, mean she... one. Yes. There was a real mean one in there. <laughs> Very unpleasant looking one. <laughs> unpleasant looking. Oh, God. And unple unpleasant like a behavior, too. Yes, you know? I agree. And she was a mom at the time, too. I remember giving her crap for, for you know, pulling girls' hairs and getting yeah. into fights and getting blackout drunk, even though she was a mom. I remember that was weird for me. And now here I am as a mom, and I kind of understand. Sometimes you just kind of, you don't want to just, like, put your whole life, change your whole life just because you have a child. Like, right. you, you have a right to be yourself. Sure. You do. And because if you're not yourself, you're not going to be happy. Unless, of course, what you're doing is really destructive. But I don't think it was, I don't know how much it was really affecting him. Yeah. The fighting and the drunkenness. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, I uh I guess I was sort of the sweet girl. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> and that's why I got pushed around a little bit. Cuz you know, um does this happen to you because um I uh, 
I met Karen Knightley once at the Tonight Show because my friend works on it. That's right, you told me. And I, I'm friend with Sasha Gray, and and New York Times had this article recently about women who have death stare. They're <laughs> like, people think they're bitch or mean because they have a certain like uh, pouty look. Oh yeah. But even Sasha and, and like I read something that Karen Knightley was saying like, well, there's nothing I can't do. This is how I look. <laughs> people just assume things, and I think when you're Super attractive people just assume certain things about you. It's true. Is it what's that problem for you? Because <laughs> you kind your eyes, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Kira Knightley thing going. <laughs> That's cool because I I watch all her movies. I'm a super oh, she, big she, fan. She's great. I mean, she, she was she was a little she had a pouty mouth, which <laughs> made me which made I me heard. like her like her even more. I know, you know? Right? she's very honest. Right. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So was it weird that uh, when you're growing up, they would treat you? They just assume. I think there's they make certain assumption about when when you're good looking. Oh my god, that's so loud. Yeah, it's cool. Because <laughs> I read this. This is one of the many reasons I like Brad Pitt because he asked his mom when he was very young, yeah. like he felt really uncomfortable, if I remember right, from being so beautiful. The people treat him so different. Like it may, he didn't really like that. You know, oh, he was a very self-aware guy, and uh, it that's got to be weird that people make assumption about you, right? Yeah, it's true. It's funny you're hitting on this because I have talked about this. Uh, one of my best girlfriends, Kim Cousins, uh, she's a model, so she knows all about you know people treating you, yeah, treating you a certain way just by the way you look. Especially if they hear you're a model, especially because she's blonde. Yeah. And we've had so many long discussions about this, and it's that when they when you when you're when you're attractive, people think you had it easy, and so you didn't have to sort of use your personality or your smarts to get by at sure. a young age. And that's why people say they go into stand up comedy, right? Is because you know they went through some kind of pain in their life mm-hmm. and and they 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 use it um and end up becoming super smart and hilarious whereas sure. the average beautiful girl may not have that skill set of how to like find humor in things and 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 talk about these stories that could be contributed to what's considered comedy and well I'm a, you know it's it's because it's because <laughs> to us Stand-up comedy and comedy in general is it's about imperfection, right? Yeah. Whereas acting, it's it's a lot of it seem like perfection, you know, like Oh, I see. Because when you look at the highest level of acting, Daniel Day Lewis yeah, and right. Lawrence Olivier, they're oh, playing yeah. these amazing character with tragic characters, but most of the comedic actors they're in they play roles people with so much imperfection that's the it's humor true. of it you know so that's true and you don't see too many beautiful women doing stand-up right as we that, talked that's, about that's, before yeah <laughs> th- that's not to say if you're beautiful you cannot play comedic roles there's right. a, there's a lot of like like brad pip a lot of funny oh, roles yeah. it's hilarious but he's super good looking you know yeah but in general i, I think that when you're super good looking they're kind of automatically pushed into acting, you know? Yeah, that's true. And that's true. So I, I think, you know, stuff that you talk about your sister and stuff, it made me laugh. <laughs> I think it was a surprise to me because I didn't think you were going to say something funny because you're really good looking. <laughs> it's a prejudice. It really yeah, is. Yeah, right, right. It really is. Yeah. You know? I deal with it all the time. I feel like people think I'm I'm, I'm dumb and I, I'm like 
ditzy because, mm-hmm. you know, I can get things that I want more easily. Sure. And I know that I can make almost any man do what I want them to for yeah. the most part. That's how I still feel, really. Like, I know just how to charm a yeah. guy. And girls, too, depending on the girl. And, um, yeah, it's it's a gift. And it's that whole, like, don't hate me because I'm beautiful uh, uh, sort of mantra. You know, it's like people just uh, people just have to break the mold. Sure. Like me and my girlfriend, you know. We, we are the silliest, like, most down-to-earth girls ever. And, in fact, we're always making fun of ourselves and she, even worse than me, like always self-deprecating and talking sure. crap about herself. It's to the point where it actually drives me crazy. All she ever talks about is how ugly and fat she is. And she really means it, mm-hmm. even though she's not. But she just finds a way to sort of like self-deprecate herself. And that has been both of our routes of trying to deal how, with how, that. I mean, what age were you talking about her? Like mid-20s or? She, we're the same age. Okay. Yeah. So we're both kind of aging out of our 20s. Um, <laughs> but yeah, making fun of yourself is a good way to sort of like um, get get that uh, get get that weird weirdness out of the way. Sure. So people aren't intimidated by you when you just make fun of yourself and you just are more modest. That's how I've done it. Yeah, and or act goofy or you know, and not be so poised. Because you guys are another really weird spot because this is one thing I, another thing I noticed about attractive girls like um, they w- the prettier the girl they will never say I'm pretty because it's <laughs> if you're pretty you don't have to say it it's that's understood true. right yeah, you don't true. you know what I mean yeah and um, that's like Daniel Day-Lewis saying I'm, I'm a, a great, great actor. Like <laughs> you, we know you don't. The, you don't have to advertise it. You know, it's so obvious. Right. You know? Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't even know where I was. You going. were saying something about like saying you're saying you're beautiful or saying you're funny. And yeah. yeah. I, I, I Pretty think, girls aren't allowed to say that about themselves. Oh, so. <laughs> um, you're super. You're. I mean, to me, you're still a kid. Um, <laughs> But recently, you know, Renee Zellweger, and there was another one from... Uma Thurman? There was another one that, um, oh, she was in the original uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Like, Ooh. she did so much plastic surgery, she, you can't, I didn't even recognize her. Oh, so sad. So, I, I don't know what went, I mean, it, it really... Uh, something of Laura Flynn Boyle. Oh, Laura Flynn Boyle. Oh my gosh, she looks terrible. Really? I mean, she she. she, she I I do I think plastic surgery. Probably, I'm sure, like other things, pretty addicting. But yeah, I feel really bad for her because I I think she's in late thirties. If she didn't do any plastic surgery, I I still think she would have been beautiful, right? Aged gracefully, right? But. She did something to her face, like oh, oh my, it's, it's a it's a disaster. I, I feel bad. Like I don't know. I think that's another thing that if you're like an average or an unattractive person with age, you, like you, you got so used to looking that way, you yeah. really don't care. Yeah, that's true. It's gotta be hard for um, attractive that's people. Technically attra- right? Per- technically, you know, good looking. Yeah, They're right. You're right. For somebody that hasn't had that. Um, sort of like label on them yeah it would be easier for them to age gracefully you're yeah. so right i never really thought about that because when do you end like you say okay i'll just do a little bit of eye thing but like i think she i mean R- renee still looks attractive but she just looked like a different person I know. 
that's uh, you know that's just weird you know sometimes we have a pet <laughs> when you have a dog and sometimes the owner is so irresponsible they keep feeding them so much <laughs> they look like a, they, they start looking like a pig yes that that body the belly yes, yes like yes, they do they do your dog but you look like a pig what well, just stop just stop doing it you're, you're cute but like you instead of being cute dog you're a cute pig now <laughs> so renee looks like a. oh my god i'm so gonna call the next dog i see shaped like that that's a little piggy but <laughs> and the owner will probably say yes i don't know what happened in it so i think i think you probably could figure out you, you you probably have sympathy for them and like you you Hollywood is just so harsh about that for women especially. You, Crazy, you know. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, men could have career 50s and 60s. I know. Brad Pitt could, you know, he his looks going to fade, but he still look, right. I bet you, yeah. 50, 20 years from now, he'll still be a good-looking guy. Look yeah. at uh, Tom Cruise. He's 52 or 51. I know. He doesn't look like that at all. Well, so, men age like wine. Women age like milk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just made it up? No, that that's I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> so funny, what, what do you think it was going through those two actresses' head when they were I doing know. that? It's so sad. I think that they started, you're right. They start with just a little because you start with um Botox yeah. and fillers. So fillers and then poisons to to stop the wrinkles and fillers to plump up parts of your face. And those are non-surgical procedures. Sure. And you can do those really subtly because my best girlfriend did them. And I, honestly, she looked, Kim, she looked exactly the same to me. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference at all. So that just But may I show. add something? May I add yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> but she knows those old imperfections about herself. Yeah. Just like when you told me you have lines. I, I don't see lines, but. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> but, but, but. Yeah. But. I bet they notice things that other people don't even give a shit about. And that's what drove them crazy, I think. Totally. They saw stuff that no one really noticed. Because no one has ever commented that I remember in the recent social media sphere. Yeah. Oh, Renee Zellweger is looking real bad. Or Lara Phil Flynn Boyle. I mean, I can't even remember. I think the only person they're really harsh on is people like Tara Reid or something like that. Or, you know, Lindsay Lohan. I mean, they don't. Vince is too young to be getting stuff. Oh, it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. What is she, maybe 25, 26? I know. She just, I think she just had a not a very good family um, upbringing. And she didn't have enough of just within herself to sort of like save her from all the demons. I don't know a lot about her, but I just know that I think she's an incredible actress. She's a great actress. I love her. I. She's, I, she's cool. I think... If I remember, I don't particularly like her parents, especially the yeah. dad was shameless. I yeah. think both of them. And I think, God, that's that's got to be damaging. You I know. know. I, maybe surrounding herself with, I yeah. don't want to say bad people, but right. uh, parasites. Oh yeah, I agree. But yeah, about the the about the plastic surgery thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that you start. You're right. You really hit something. You start to see things that no one else has seen, and then and no one else notices. Rather, right. And then you start to fix them slowly but surely. And then one day you just go a little too far, I think. You just take a little too much off. Yeah. And you fix a little too much. Because from the people that I know that have done plastic surgery, is the first time you do it, 
you le- you realize how much better you feel after and how much more confident. And you realize so how that's easy the high. it is. That's the high. It's like a high. Yeah. And so you keep going back because you're like, oh, this is easy. And so they keep wanting to fix things. Yeah. And if you just take it one level too far, one shave of the nose too much, you know, yeah. or whatever they're doing, um, you know, it, it's it's really too bad. And I know, I know that um, Korea, I, I'm sorry to say, is... The it's one of the one worst, the pla- one of worst. the worst place in the world for that. Yeah. I just saw this chick at my at, at Perch the other day. Yeah, I couldn't even tell she was Korean because of the way she looked. Right, she looked like she had those contacts that make your eye bigger. Yeah, the pupil. Yeah, so she looks like a. She just looks a little like more wide eyed, and and she almost like hair, an anime character, like right? An anime character, and right. her hair was in a big ponytail, like bleached. <laughs> yes, bleached, and she had a bun, a bow in her hair, yeah. and she had like this kind of um she had a huge she had huge boobs but she had like a very tiny very weirdly tiny waist like yeah. 20 inches or something and then she was wearing like this uh sort of vintage looking blouse like she was trying to be demure yeah but she wasn't because her 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 body and her face just looked like a like like a porn star or something like a toy and i thought she was like latin or yeah like i don't know southeast asian and she opens her mouth and she gives me her credit card and she's Korean. Yeah. And I was like, and her eye, everything just screamed too much plastic surgery. I know um, Korea is up there. I think China's catching up. But another, oh pla- another place is like Venezuela and Colombia where beauty pageant is huge. I know, right? So those are like a three or four major plastic surgery places. <sighs> and I think um, it kind of makes me sad because they're, that's gotta coming from a really bad place, yeah. like an inferiority place, you yeah. know. Um, uh, I've been recently been watching a lot of old classic Japanese film. Ooh, and there was an actress named Setsuko Hara. They call her the Greta Garbo of Japan, and she's one of the greatest actresses in Japanese film. And and when it's not just for saying she was one of the greatest actresses of Japanese film, she was one of the greatest actresses of all time. Wow, and she had this. Beaut- she's beautiful but it's one of those uh, effortless beauty she didn't mm-hmm. really have to put makeup and things like that yeah. and I miss that natural natural look you know and nothing more attractive than someone is very comfortable with themselves and, yeah. and, and, and carry themselves and, well said um, I, I think I see that with you if, if, I don't know maybe you had this like kind of flow with you that I didn't see before you know like Interesting. even cool even, even Michael um, <laughs> Jordan he was saying that the, when he got older yeah playing the game he wasn't able to do the things he was able to do when he was early 30s but he was smarter and wiser and he right. could play better you know so right right I think always help be comfortable with who you are and make yeah. adjustment you know just like comedy when I was in like late twenties and early thirties, I guess I could talk about sex material, but you know, nobody want to hear that kind of stuff from somebody in the forties. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you you just have to change with time. That's just yeah. part of life. You yeah, know? Yeah, right, 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 right. So, um, oh, you, you hold on. Let me let me pause for a second. You have to check your son. Hold on. Thank God, the helicopters. All right, we're back. Your son's. Alive. Alive. <laughs> it made me laugh because you told, you, as soon as you opened the door, you said, get down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what, what we were talking about. But, but eight, uh, 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 oh, oh. oh, 
What the fuck just happened? Oh. oh that uh Oh my god, is your phone out? Is no, your, it's, it's fine. Oh my god. That thing dropped. Oh my god. What is this? Honeycomb? <laughs> oh my gosh, I have we have coffee all over us. So um Yeah. <laughs> Welcome um, to Hollywood Hills, huh? <laughs> You know what's so weird that that thing dropped just now? Uh, what if that fell on my son's head? Um, it's it's weird you said that because there was recently <laughs> a uh, a camping trip by high school kids from Orange County, if I remember. These two Korean kids got killed <gasps> when the one of the huge branch from one of that tree fell off, and oh no. there were seventeen there were seventeen year old nice kids. I mean, oh two Korean no. kids. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. You know, <laughs> for us, it's just a little uh, piece of uh, holy fuck honeycomb. But um, <laughs> that was weird. Oh my um, God, that was weird. Oh so God. anyway, uh, aging gracefully. Yes. And um, and I n- I'm I'm just glad that the generally speaking, you seem like a happy person. Thanks. Because what I get nervous when I meet. <laughs> You know, there's like thousands of young people come to LA yeah, all the yeah. time, yeah. and they have issue. They're <laughs> hoping that they have a success, so somehow they'll they'll correct whatever wrong that they had in the past. Does that make sense? Yes, to you? yes. But that's like maybe the weird thing to come here for, you know? So, yeah. But it, it's a it's a tough city to like sort of build a life in because it's so spread out and. Everyone from everywhere. Everyone from everywhere. A lot of like lost souls and there's no rules. You can just come here and you can, you can be creative. You can, you know, be a fashion designer. You can do acting. You can do comedy and you can suck or you can have some real issues and you can still do it because it's, there's no real like certification. You you could just go really. Um, You don't even have to be in the union and you can work as like an actor for example there's no like rules you don't even need a manager or agent you can still do stuff but yeah it's it's uh i think you're in good place i'm glad you have a supportive boyfriend you have a beautiful son thank you you're i didn't get lost in the mix you were worried for a moment you're you're (laughs) middle of many uh uh, i'm I'm very confident you'll get the samson that'd be kind of cool i know Uh, right i'll let you know we'll Um, see so yeah, I'm glad. Um, I mean, it's, it wasn't like you're doing bad when I saw you last right. time. It just, it, it's just a hard grind. Like you're working, oh, yeah. you're auditioning, you're writing stuff, you're pitching stuff on and on and oh and, uh, yeah, you know you, and uh, things are good with you right now. Um, so, um, but, uh, as as far as that that the 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 beauty pageant, not beauty pageant, but the <laughs> women in LA, yeah. Um, is there things that you you wish you would have known when you got here first that would have been helpful to you? Um, like you've been here what five six years? It's seven. Seven. Yeah. Uh, the advice I would give to myself, yeah, when I first arrived, um, I do think being in a relationship is not a good idea. I was in one for like off and on a year and a half when I first got here. Sure. So there was a guy that I met. Yeah. I was working at this club called Ledoux and he was, him and his friends would come in and get bottle service. And yeah. um, I think I was, you know, yearning for community, yearning yeah. for, and he was from LA, born and raised. His yeah. dad was a musician. Um, uh, 
you know, Jewish boy. And so mm-hmm. I just felt like he had a foundation and had a group of friends. And I remember being really excited about yeah. being part of their circle. He introduced me to what it's like to be a Disneyland annual pass holder, yeah. which is the most fun ever. Yeah. Have you been? When was the last time you went? To Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, 1988. <laughs> You're kidding me. What? You have to go. It's so much fun. Uh, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been <laughs> to the restaurant outskirts of it because my friend Anthony go there. He has like a pass or whatever. Oh. But I'm sure it's fun for you because he's got a, you got a son. No, it's fun. It's fun to go as adults. I think, I might be wrong, but I think Russell Peters and his brother and his family, they might be at Disneyland today, but. Really? Um, it's so much fun. You got to go, you, you got to have Russell take you next time because it's, you don't need kids. Actually, kids slow you down because you can't go on the big rides. Sure. And, and they get a little more fussy waiting in line. Yeah. So, and I mean, do you drink, do you drink alcohol? A little bit here and there. So they have alcohol at California Adventure. Wait, wait, but why were you, uh, what were you telling? Oh, because your ex-boyfriend <laughs> oh, yeah. have it. That's how we got it off on a tangent. Okay. Anyway, so the, my advice, yes, to uh, up-and-coming actors that are coming here is is don't get into a relationship right away. And if you're in a relationship when you come here, well, what can you do? Yeah. But I recommend staying single as long as possible because when you're single, you can go on as many dates as you can. You can learn from as many people as you want. You have nobody like holding you back at home. Sure. You know, spending time giving like blowjobs and like going on romantic dates. Like you need to be spending time. (laughs) That's a really, uh, (laughs) okay, go ahead. you, You know, like, I had this one boyfriend once. This was, like, another era. Yeah. But I remember, I look back now, how much time, hours a day, we would spend having sex. Yeah. I, I mean, I would spend five or six hours a day, every day, doing that with him. Which, to me, is funny because I was learning about myself, and he was the best partner I ever had yeah. in the bedroom. But that's a lot of time. It's like those people that work out five or six hours yeah. a day. Unless that's your living. Yeah. If that's what you do, you bodybuild, you compete. But, pe- you know, and I understand if you're pr- preparing for a role here and there, but it's, it's, it reminds me of that. There's nothing wrong with working out and having sex, and you should. You have to, actually. Mm-hmm. But, man, I mean, you don't even know how many nights I spent at home pleasuring that boyfriend for a year and a half. Instead of out there going to screenings, meeting people going yeah. to go you know and i was in acting class and i did everything i mean i wasn't like wasting time and i loved him and he's and you know we were we were buddies but i thought it was best i remember once i got out of that relationship and i became single i met so many people i was learning about myself and i really came into my own as a girl as yeah. a woman at that time because i was in a big city i was a free girl I would meet people all the time, you know, and people want to help you. They want to teach you the ropes and you don't have to like sleep with them if you don't like them. Like I remember meeting just a lot more people and finding my family, finding my foundation in LA only when I became single. Yeah. It was like my life changed, went from night to day. And, um, cause you're originally from San Francisco, right? Yeah. San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's my advice. And like, um, uh, that's probably my number one piece of advice and you know you do want when you get here you don't want to waste time you know you want to put time into your career and you know I spent time with a boyfriend for a year and a half but you know it it, it was a good time because I loved him very much um needless to say he he him and I are not friends anymore we try to be but 
It was he is he an actor or No, he was he like Oh, here's your ran in, in, <laughs> Hello. Hi, Abraham. You want to say hi? No. You don't want to say anything? Say hi. Okay. Anyways. No, anyway. the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um no, he was uh he ran he did events for this like art music fashion collective. I see. He was like the founder of that company, so it's kind of he had like a not, not a nine to five job. That's why kind of we got along, yeah, because we had we were able to hang out, um, not just weekends, but anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> there's just someone walking around. Yeah, and uh, if there's anyone listening to this podcast that needs advice, I'm always down to help. Yeah, you because just, you're you're pretty easy to find on Facebook, right? Yeah. yeah. I love giving advice to people, just giving my two cents, because I remember be coming here and not knowing who to listen to and getting different advice from different people. Sure. Abraham, you need to come down now. Come on. No, 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 no. Come on. Okay, hold on. We'll pause. I want to talk about you more. Uh, oh, my God. I thought... I want to mi- talk about you. No, I mean, people People hear me every other <laughs> week about <Okay>. me. <laughs> no, it just made me nervous because your son started running up that... <laughs> those brick stairs. I know. I know that flight of stairs. I know. If he took one tumble. Because kids have no fear. They just don't, you know, they just do whatever the hell they want to do and they yeah. don't know, you know, so. And actually that's what makes them really good actors. All children are automatically, they don't even need acting acting class. All kids can act. Yeah. That's what's amazing. Because they don't, they don't have a fear of being embarrassed to yeah. do something bad. Yeah, and they're not self-conscious of the way they look. They're not self-aware. Yeah. They don't care about vain things yet. Yeah. And, um, and I'm talking pre-puberty. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm Yoshi. You want to introduce Whoa. yourself? We have a pop-up, pop-up guest here. Hi. Hi, it's Will De Los Santos. You are listening to Yoshi's talk show. Hey, uh, I and, and I, Yoshi didn't. I didn't Yoshi know. Yoshi didn't. I didn't know that um, your friend was Sasha Gray. I had no idea. Yes, yes, she's a bit of friend of mine. Asking how long you guys been friends? Or uh, since like two thousand six ish, I think. Wow. So From what? Yours, right? Uh, I met. Well, she knew who I was. I knew who she was. Yeah. From a journalist named uh, Chris Campion, who had interviewed me for an article in. Dazed magazine, and then he also did a story on her for some other magazine. I see. And then, so I mean, that's I mean, that's how I found out that she how she knew who I was with some, but also from some of my, some of my producers were also acquaintances of hers. Yeah. So I introduced her to some a, a French production company who has helped her along with uh, Wild, Wild Bunch Fire. in um, in uh, Vincent Marval and some people in Paris. They've they've actually cast her in some some of their movies that they finance and, and I've been a guest of hers uh, uh, on her yeah uh, Jennifer just told me and um, talk so I got massaged <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was awesome um, yeah but she's great she's cool and I I, I talked to her recently um, I talked to her a couple weeks ago we, we messaged each other but um, I know she's busy she just I know she's traveling and she's in Milan well, at least last time I checked she was in Milan mm-hmm. and uh, yeah um, small world I mean if you knew her for 2006 basically the same time I knew her and okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's she's cool barely person. 18 at that time. 18, 19, yeah. Yeah, she's a cool person. And um, I'm just going to check. Where's our baby? He's in there. Okay, He's been just account. asking for you. And um, 
two minutes before he was running up, he probably knew you were coming, so <laughs> she had to chase after. He runs really fast, you know that? He's a fast. He's got some legs. He knows how to move them, you know? He can. He definitely moves his legs. I just want to say one thing. Yes. Jennifer's a beautiful person. We've been, we've been talking about yeah, that. She's such a nice person. She's such a good-hearted person oh, through and through, you know? And, uh, if, if, and if I can say that, then it's true. It's very, very true. Thanks. Okay, he's okay. I've been checking on him. Okay. You've had to run and look for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Go take care of our kid. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, let's uh, finish by... Um, so, I remember taking you to Carlos Mencia's concert. Remember yes! that? Yeah. I still have the photo somewhere. And... Um, you 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 made me laugh because you were talking about your sister. Remember we were talking about like sometimes something happened to her, she'll call you, or something happened to you, call her. One of you will start crying, then you both start crying. <laughs> yes. It'll we're never both. happen with two brothers because if I call and tell my brother something bad happened, <laughs> my brother said, "Shut up, faggot! Just kill yourself," you know. <laughs> but girl, sisters That's are horrible. really. But I know it's horrible, but it's true. That's why my brother never called me crying or me calling him crying. But that never happened. Oh, maybe you guys should try. Vulnerability is I mean, the key to any relationship. That's true, but <laughs> I don't think it works for brothers like that. No, no, no probably but sisters, not. Sisters, it just made me laugh because the, uh, <laughs> that seemed not like a nice, n natural way to yeah. relate to someone. <laughs> but not, not for us. But yeah, yeah so like. Oh, how's, yeah. your, how's your sister? I mean, she's doing great. Um, she's my one and only sibling, and she's living in Berlin right now. She finished fashion school. Yeah, and she's married. What's her, name? Uh, her 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 legal name now is Dax Constantine. Yeah. Her her birth name was Donna Field. Yeah, and she changed it legally when she became transgendered and lived her life as a man. And then she's now cross dressing and enjoys live uh, living her life as a woman. Yeah. As well, and so she um, is her now gender queer. Her, her husband's in military. No, no, he does like IT or. Is he American or German? He's German. Okay. Yeah, and it's funny. Both of our partners are exactly sixteen years older than us. <laughs> we have like an older guy uh -huh. thing. We thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, he uh, he is. He does like computer stuff, but he loves her so much. He supports her. Sure. She's really. She really found love, and I've been to Berlin many, many times. It's a really? beautiful city. It's a beautiful city, and it's probably one of the most affordable big city in Europe. Mm. But the uh, art scene is incredible. I've both heard. both music and uh, art and acting and things like that. Yeah. But it's also uh, one of one of the reasons why I've been I used to go to Berlin because like, my former work in adult business they oh. have the biggest convention there, oh. and. Um, Berlin always had, it's very famous for cabaret, yeah. very pro-gay, pro-transgender, yes. and they're right. very open-minded, people from different backgrounds, yeah. so it's a, it's a wonderful city if, wow. if you have that kind of lifestyle. That's why she likes it, yeah. I think, and I, I've got to go. I know that I'm going to have such a good time, and we want to go to Amsterdam, too. Yeah. We want to spend some quality sister time together. Yeah, but we're super cool. Anytime I have like a embarrassing thing I need to ask, <laughs> I always go. call her. Yeah. She's always down to talk about the stupidest, like most shameful things that anyone else would be like, why are you caring? Why are you tripping? Why are you yeah. crying over that? I, 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 yeah, half of our phone conversations end in tears. <laughs> 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 we're both, we're both just so 
emotional. Um, and we both understand each other's pain, you know? Yeah. We both talk. And also, a lot of what we talk about, like, 30% of time is our family and our and our dysfunctional fa- our parents. Yeah. You know? And, like, it, it's just we talk about memories. Do you remember when mom used to do this to us? Do you remember when dad <laughs> used to do this? And we would just, you know, connect in that way. But I... It still makes me laugh when you when you guys call each other, just cry on the phone <laughs> together. Well, <laughs> well, like, I mean, what do, what do guys brothers do to bond? Like fight? But we, each we don't. Other we don't. But I mean, <laughs> do do you have a uh, do you have a brother? Uh, uh, have a uh, I have quite the dysfunctional situation. I have here five. You have like ten. I have five half. Sisters and six half brothers. Okay, I'm the only one. But like brothers, don't call each other and and talk about problems and start crying on the phone. We just when no. Jennifer and her sister do it, that's beautiful. Right. But guys, brothers would never do that. No, not at all. Because because I was telling her, <laughs> if I call my brother and start crying about something, I'm not kidding. My brother say, "Shut up, faggot! Just kill yourself." You know, like we we, we just we just want exactly. I, yeah, I, it's funny. Oh my god! Some of the stuff is implied, up. but like you just don't talk about it, you know. But uh, well, Yoshi, you can call me and cry anytime. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, not that you have anything to cry about. Um. So I I, I know you have to go uh, Dodger game soon. So I know uh, I'm so well. Let's say giant giants giants giants. Um. So what do you, do you besides the commercial? Do you have anything coming up that um, uh, what's what, what are you working on? Or I do. Um, there's this show I'm really proud to be a part of. It's an hour long mm-hmm. uh, telenovela, so like a Spanish soap opera style. Yeah, and it stars Eric Estrada, Eric Roberts, and it's called Sangre Negra, and uh, which means black blood. And it's going to be on like a multitude of digital networks where you can order it, like yeah. two dollars an episode. Like on demand, yeah. it's going to be on Dish Network, Directv, Comcast, Verizon FiOS, Mikasa, a bunch of others, and I will let you know. Um, the first episode airs September 18, um, and I play a recurring role as news reporter Susan Wu. Okay. And um, I'm basically trying to get to the bottom of this crime saga that is going on, um, and the family. It's 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 definitely a soap opera, and um, uh. It, 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 it's a beautiful sort of story against the backdrop of, you know, a, a Latin American family yeah. and, um, you know, the extended family. And, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of uh, the bastard brother that is uh, committing crimes and is becoming sort of a gangster. So I got I try to get as close to him as possible to get sure, the story. Sure. And then what I'm hoping is that there'll be a scene later well, where I use my womanly ways to get the story you know I've always dreamed about something like that and just manipulating the guy into giving me what I want she's also going to be doing a, a, a film in January of, of uh, the one that I'm one that I'm writing and dire- one that I wrote and I'm directing CAA is packaging it oh wow Jennifer has a role in it um, and it's uh, called Transloco yeah, it's a feature film produced by Muse Productions. Yeah, it's supposed to shoot in January, and I have a role as um, uh, it's called. It the, okay, I won't give it away, but it's pretty cool. I have no lines. I'm in like a bunch of scenes. Okay, and the acting is all in the eyes. Yeah, it's. it's I wrote the that particular role uh, like 
like a Robert Altman kind of thing. Sure. Where there's the it's a side story and you see this couple they're throughout the movie like in the background and then towards the end they kind of come to the front and we follow them and Jennifer's playing the, the good wife of that of those scenes uh, but it's it's cool we're in talks with Salma Hayek right now Benicio Del Toro I cast um, she's just heavy hitters Raul Castillo from Looking Asa Gonzalez who's who plays the uh, uh, Satan kind of character in uh, Robert Rodriguez's um uh, Dust Till Dawn that's on TV right now. Yeah. Her, the hot one. The, she's amazing. She's I just cast her. and uh, I've uh, seen the season one. That was great. Yeah, she yeah. I just cast yeah. her. She's good. She's very good. And uh, actually, we went and saw it, her. That's the L. Ray network, right? Yeah. yeah. And Robert's great. Her. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> so we just cast her, and then also CAA gave us an unknown actor who's going to be making his debut. His name is... Um, Frankie LaPace, and I'm excited about him. And then a great supporting cast, John Leguizamo, and, uh, and we're Can I tell John you something? Yeah. John, incredibly unrated, because... Um, yeah, he's great. He does so many different things so well. Stand-up Legu- com- Leguizamo? He's, uh, he, he, he's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Stand-up comedy, acting, dancing. Everything. Im- impressions. Good guy, bad guy. I mean, Son of Sam... He was, oh, he was great. He was great. He was good. He was fun. He was fun. He was fun too. No, I think fun. But he he's so underrated because he good point. He does do he just do so many things so well, and uh, I've been trying to go see him do stand up. I every time I, he's performing someplace, I'm out of town. So really, yeah, uh, he was doing a show at the American Comedy Club down in San Diego, and I had to go to New York. But um, let me know the next one. We'll go. He he is phenomenal. He played that. Um, oh God damn it! There was a French movie. The main character was a midget, but he was a famous actor, uh, artist. Yeah, and he he played that character. Yeah, he's great. And you could not believe he was Latino. He, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you, you're. Uh, we'll finish with this. I'm sure you you get this a lot. Because you're biracial, you could go so many different. I mean, if you would have told me you're Thanks. Italian or yeah. Middle Eastern, right. how the hell would I know? You right, know, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it 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 has been it's been nice to be able to sort of be flexible like that. Um, and you know, as an actor, I think that you sh- you should be able to do you should be able to do whatever roles uh, that challenge you and and what you would like to do but this is a good example of where Emma Stone cast in Cameron Crowe's Aloha caused a lot of controversy and that was an example where that was not acceptable because <laughs> she looked nothing she looked like nothing. Asian nobody ever says she looks Asian or ethnic I mean it's not her ro- uh, it's not her fault because they, if they uh, right. uh, offer your job you take it pretty much yeah but I haven't seen it it might be a good movie but I, I thought <laughs> But that, they're really stretching with her. They're really like, stretching with her. Yeah. Actually, there was a role. Can I talk about Shia? So in Transloco, this is an example. We actually, in the early days, the movie, there was a big role offered to Shia LaBeouf. And yeah. he read the script. The role goes to a half Latin, half Mexican, half white character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, Here, I'll explain it. I had a Santa Monica investor who decided they would back a half million dollar offer Shia LaBeouf for Transloco to play one of the brothers. Yeah. I originally wrote the role as a half white, half Latino actor, yeah. uh, character. So we backed the offer, we sent it to CAA, and Shia read it, and he said he didn't feel he was right for it. And yeah. it was, and I was grateful because 
that week, the whole Cameron Crowe thing broke about Aloha, casting white people as Asian characters. Yeah. So we were. I was glad that Shia said no, because I've been stuck with him in a role as a Latino character, and it would have really screwed us up. So but they, that, but, 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 that would have been more believable than still. Yeah, maybe, but nonetheless. But so, but, but but there's enough Latino actors out there to make it happen. So, but this is the serendipitous part of it yeah. is that Shia's agent Jack Wiggum, who's the co-head of motion picture talent over at CAA, read the script and said, "This is great." Shy doesn't want to do it, but come in and let's make this movie anyway. So that's how it happened. So I worked so, out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, but yeah, being ethnically ambiguous is what they call it, or racially ambiguous is has its uh has its benefits, especially since more of us are gonna be that way as you know as time uh, goes on. We'll finish with it. Cliff Clifford, I think that's his name. Fear of uh Walking Dead. He was also played a dad in uh Whale Rider. Okay. He's great. He played a Mexican like in, in, in uh, training day, a uh, training day, and uh, and he's he, not. He's, he's white? Maori. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and he's played probably Middle Eastern character, but like to me, that's believable because he he. There, yeah. unless you know, there's no way you you would have yeah. figured that out. But he played uh, unbelievable. He played a Latino, like you know, wow. from someone from East LA. But yeah. Um, anyway, Jennifer, thanks for doing the show. Um, c- c- would you you want to give people their Twitter account or something they could follow you or yes. um, give you uh, contact information so you know they could follow your career and things like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you can uh, go to genfield.com is my website. J-E-N-N-F-I-E-L-D.com and there's a contact me box. You can mm-hmm. like write a message and stuff um, and I can email you back. And then um, yeah, I have a Twitter. The handle is um, just Jennifer Field and then I have an Instagram because you're supposed to have Instagram, and it's at Miss Jennifer Field. And um, I have a YouTube channel, which is Jennifer Field, so it's pretty easy to find stuff. Um, but my Sangre Negro show, Sangre Negro show will air on September 18, and I also have a movie out coming um, in late November called Christmas Trade, and it's going to be available on DVD. Um, and it stars Denise Richards, Billy Baldwin, and Tom Arnold, and I have a small part in that. Oh, cool. Um, a couple scenes. Um, that comes out in November, so Christmas Trade. All right. Yes. Good luck. Thanks for doing it. It's good seeing you. And, nice to uh, see you. Boy, the, your kid, boy, he's cute as a button. Thank boy, you. He's a, <laughs> boy, he's a fast runner, so he might become an athlete. But I know. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening, and then please support Jennifer, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Bye.